just a couple quick thoughts. We're talking about the first Noel. Noel is French for birthday. And when we think of the first Noel, we talk about the night Jesus was born and the guest list for that blessed event was indeed controversial. Look what it says in Luke. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. There's a couple different ways to designate people, and the word you use expresses a different class of people. When you use the word that's translated people here, it doesn't refer to leaders or those in charge. It doesn't refer to special people. When you use this word, it's it's the common people. It's all of them. And so what the angels were expressing, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, not just some, but all. And it's a reference to the new covenant, which said all will know me from the least of them to the greatest. On the front part of Jesus, those who interacted with God were not the common people by and large, but afterwards, that's who he comes to reveal the father to common people. God invited those who wouldn't expect prior to this time to receive an invitation. When you think of it, God invited Jewish Jewish shepherds to his son's birthday. In fact, probably they were the only ones there that evening. And what we know, the pious, a pious Jew, were forbidden to buy wool, milk, or meat from shepherds. And some commentator says, no position in the world is as despised as that of the shepherd. They were common, and they were the ones that God invited to be at the birthday for his son. The people, all the people, common people. God also included Persian wise men to his son's birthday party. They weren't there the evening Jesus was born, probably, but they were among the invited. Look what it says in Matthew. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. 
When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. and The star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. A couple of misconceptions. Maybe you just don't have as much data as we might suspect. It's a common misconception that the wise men visited Jesus at the stable on the night of his birth. In fact, it could have come days, months, or maybe even years later. Uh, they did come to the child and to his mother, but this trip would have taken a while. We assume that there were three because they bring gold, incense, and myrrh. The fact is the Bible doesn't say there were only three wise men. There might have been many more. What they're... Tradition says that they are Gaspar and Melchior and Balthazar, but we really don't know that. We know that when they, the being from the east, that they were probably from modern-day Iran, from Persia. Um, they were um, astrologers, and so they believed that the gods, and probably believed in a number of gods, gave evidence of his will by doing things in the cosmos, in the, in the heavens. And they believed that a certain heavenly body, whether planet or star or comet or supernova, whatever it was, indicated from its appearance and position that God had fulfilled a royal promise. How would they have known that? It's interesting. Seven centuries before, God had laid the groundwork for this visit. You remember, when Israel went into captivity, the northern kingdom of Israel went into captivity to Assyria. The southern kingdom went into captivity to uh, Babylon, which is and became Persia. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have been raised in Babylon. Daniel would have served in Babylon. And so there was some recognition. They heard some things. These magi were the descendants of individuals who revered Daniel and listened to what he said. Daniel's prophecy would probably have been read in Persia at the time. So it's interesting that God laying the groundwork for something that would bring seven centuries later those same Individuals who were the captors of Israel would come and kneel before the Jewish king. This is an amazing thing. It says, God causes all things to work together for good. Even a captivity, even a captivity, even suffering, even suffering. All things work together for good. 
bringing the world to a place where they can see God more clearly, understand his character. But let's not lose the fact when you think about this birthday party for Jesus, Jewish shepherds and Persian wise men. It's like inviting, if you are a younger brother or sister, Jews are our older brothers. It's like inviting to your birthday party somebody who beat up your older brother. They didn't have good memories of being in captivity to Babylon. Yet, God invites Persian wise men to the birthday of his son. What do we get from that? What do we make of that? Um, God inviting Jewish shepherds and Persian astrologers. It's fitting because God is very inclusive in terms of who he reaches out to. And inclusion is a nice thing. It's a nice thing. That is, as long as he doesn't include them. If he includes us, it's nice. God's inclusive. It's not so nice when he includes them, like Jewish shepherds and Persian astrologers. There were no one, they were very much them at the time. And that tells us why Jesus comes. He comes to reach the world. Does the world respond to him? Not necessarily. You have to believe. But he does come to reach the world and he does love them. Some of the things in the Bible that are the hardest to stomach are some of the parables. You know, like the prodigal son. He goes off and he does things he shouldn't do. His brother stays home and does things he should do. And then who does the father end up embracing? Who does he end up including? The one we don't think he should include. And if you're like me, you see this older brother, and, and he's the one that stayed home all this time. The younger brother went to the city and did all kinds of un mentionable things, and the father ends up having a relationship with him. God is very inclusive. The parables. What ends up happening in the parables is that people who work just the last part of the day get the things that the people who work the whole day get. And why would God do stuff like that? Um, Because God is inclusive. It says in the worship boulder at the top, once You were not a people. Peter says, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Who are the people of God? Not always who we'd expect. We like, again, the fact that God would see us, believers in his son, as his people. But God calls to himself, not just those who you'd expect. He calls to himself those you wouldn't expect. That's what the first Noel teaches us. We're going to finish with a song. Jewish shepherds, Persian astrologers, God does indeed love and call himself out to the world, including us and them. Of course, Father, thank you for your plans and purposes. It's your purpose to to be self-revealing, to speak yourself out to the world. You speak yourself out through 
creation, nature. You speak yourself out through your son and through whom and in whose words we understand exactly what your character is like. Um, you're very inclusive. Would you give us, um, help us to make the application to where we are, whether we see ourselves as innies or outies. Thank you for the way you do call yourself out to us and through us to others. Thank you for caring about this world. Thank you for loving it enough to send your son to allow individuals to, to be your sons and daughters. In Jesus' name, amen. A great week. Hopefully I'll be able to see you next Sunday morning, a shorter service, kid-friendly. Hope to see you.